Really, with your hand on your heart, with all honesty, without having to accept it to anyone else, between you and me, tell me, do you think, and genuinely, okay, do you think you really know and accept your partner? If the answer is kind of yes, let me ask the question other way around. Do you think your partner feels accepted, trusted, and understood in your presence? <sighs> Relationships and love. are kind of complicated the decision of falling in love is an emotional and also a hormonal decision but rising in love takes a lot more work than one can imagine welcome to absolutely right the very first graphology based podcast show in india i am your host aditi surana i am a graphologist and a high performance coach today on the last episode of our five part friday relationship series let's talk about what can you do to really know and accept your partner for who they truly are in last four episodes we have dealt with different issues today let's talk about the healthy habits that you can cultivate kubool hai kubool hai kubool hai different people different cultures different styles to accept a marriage you know all of us have gone through some variation of kubool hai when we get into a relationship we accept new responsibilities we accept the financial adjustment accept the new roles that the post married life brings in but unfortunately most people do not know how to understand and accept the most important part of this equation their partner and why not how would you barring a very small percentage of our listeners if at all most of you are neither psychiatrists psychologists or psychology students to know an objective scientific way to analyze somebody when you're trying to understand your spouse you use a rudimentary very common method If I have to break that method in four steps, I would say step one is observation. You observe your partner's behavior, their reactions, their facial expressions, what they say, how they act. Step two, you interpret their behavior based on your value system or your own ideology. What else would you do? You look at their behavior and understand it in your own ways of looking at life. Step three, you label that behavior either as approved. or disapproved step 4 depending on the label that you choose you judge them positively or negatively now here is a challenge the very moment the judgmental label is put on you do not know how to deal with the situation after that if you judge your partner to be a lazy one after that no matter what he does you keep looking at him from the lazy lens if you think your partner is this bickering one after that no matter what she does to give you an objective feedback you look at it from a bickering perspective today let's talk about five ways to work towards a healthy relationship not without personal differences but actually in spite of them even if you do not agree with your partner's choices belief systems and decisions you can consider adding these perspectives in your relationship toolbox point number 1 some conflicts can stay unresolved <sighs> This one is the toughest one for me. I kind of do not understand it, but I am working at it nevertheless. As I quoted Esther Perel in the absolutely right episode number 96, the fights or conflicts do not break the relationship. It is how you repair them or how you are unable to repair them that breaks the relationship. Letting go of unresolved conflicts is one of the ways you can really make your relationship stronger. To be very honest with you, when I try to do it, the analytical mind of a graphologist 
wants to get to the bottom of each and every behavior. But that is not helpful whatsoever. Conflicts were very different. Back in the day when our grandparents got married, they mostly chose similar communities. They knew each other's background and also they agreed on larger ideas of life and everyday ways of going about it. Unlike my parents, I was brought up by a Telugu father and a Maharashtrian mother. And though they agreed on the larger ideas of life, I saw how my parents were different and made different choices when it came to everyday living. Today, most of us get in relationships with people from unfamiliar and dissimilar backgrounds. And that is the reason for enormous conflicts that we face. According to a relationship researcher, John Gottman, who has studied thousands of couples, the idea that couples must communicate and resolve all their problems is a myth. He doesn't believe in it whatsoever. He says you must let go of some fights and let them lie unresolved. So next time you're at that point, ask yourself this question. What would change if I leave this fight unresolved? What would change if I go to the end of it and find a result to this conflict? When you look at both these options, ask yourself, does it really bother you if you don't address it? If it bothers you, then go ahead and deal with it. But if it doesn't bother you, then accept that and just drop it. Point number two, spend time apart. Philosopher and poet Khalil Gibran wrote, Love one another, but make not a bond of love. Let it rather be a moving sea between the shores of your souls. Spending time apart became way more crucial, especially during the lockdown. You know how important it is. But forget about the lockdown. In general relationship, I call this part of wanting to be together all the time as the sugary sugar part of it. You know, you keep liking it, you keep eating it, and you do not know when you get addicted to it. Sugary sugar part. It starts with a romantic idea, a simple idea of wanting to spend as much time together. Because you like the person, you like the company, you keep doing it. Slowly, it becomes your habit. And in no time, it becomes your mandate. People feel resentful when the partners refuse to share that special experience with one another. You know, people also report that they have forgotten who they used to be before they got into their relationship, before they got married. Now, why does it happen? If you lose your connection with yourself to be with the other person, then in no time, you cannot have any connection with the other person. On 14th of Feb, we are doing a graphology-based relationship workshop called Rediscover Yourself in Love. Because most people lose themselves. They do not know who they are becoming, especially when they are in a relationship. Now, let me tell you why it is crucial to spend time apart. Have you ever seen multiple plants growing in one pot? We generally don't do it. But during the lockdown, our Mali Bhaiya, the gardener, could not pay regular visits. So some pots became crowded with more than one plant in it. And we could not repot it ourselves. So we had to wait it out. Like most lockdown couples, they also felt locked up, trapped and strangled in each other's presence. So, proactively spending time apart is a good routine to cultivate. It allows you to build an independent perspective, giving you a breather to step back and know how you truly feel about the situation at hand. Point number three, you and your partner will grow and change in unexpected ways. Embrace it. When you commit to someone, you don't know actually who you're committing to. You may know who they are today, but you have no idea who this person is going to be in 5 years, 10 years, 15 years to come. In our graphology masterclass, when people use handwriting to understand their spouses, they feel shocked 
most people have this reaction oh my god i cannot believe i did not know this part about my spouse who i think or i thought i knew for so long change is inevitable if you're still wondering about this concept then look at your throwback pictures you know your body your skin your dressing sense has gone through this huge transformation and your personality too so we accept other changes but when it comes to our personality we believe no no i am who i am and i am the way i am but we keep changing so allow your spouse to understand your changes and embrace theirs point number 4 perfect ground of imperfection no matter who you choose to be with each person will come with their own baggage no baggage free relationship here they will be imperfect flawed broken or even undesirable in some or the other way and to be honest so are you in our couple analysis session called you and i i look at both people's handwriting and talk about how they are imperfect and how imperfection is the space to accept trust and embrace your partner yes you heard it correct imperfection is not the roadblock it's actually the way it is the training ground for you to show the other person how much you love support and understand them after all we all love people who accept us for who we are the point is how do you create that in your relationship by choice point number 5 build trust every now and then if you understand that you and your spouse are changing over and over again then you need to do something different to build a newer relationship with the new person he or she is becoming you have to build trust over and over again earlier in the conversation i mentioned researcher john gottman right he is known for his research method called thin slicing relationships i discovered about his work in malcolm gladwell's famous book blink the way i look at handwriting samples to understand what bodies communicating about your emotions gottman hooks couples to a series of biometric devices and then records them having short conversations he goes back and analyzes the conversation frame by frame looking at biometric data body language tonality and specific words chosen then he combines all this data together to predict with a staggering 91% success rate whether this newly married couple will divorce within 10 years or not john says something interesting about trust he believes that trust is built in very small moments which he calls sliding door moments in every interaction there is a possibility of connecting with your partner or turning away from your partner one such moment is not important but if you are always choosing to turn away then trust erodes in relationship very gradually very slowly go ahead add all these five ways to your relationship toolbox and tell me which one of them really really worked for you thank you so much for joining me on this episode of absolutely right If you would like to know more about personalities, people, signatures and your spouse, join me on my graphology masterclass. Our new batches start on the first Saturday of every month. Next batch is starting on 6th of March. All the details are mentioned on my website aditisurana.com. If you like this podcast, then do not forget to check out other interesting podcasts on IVM Network. You can listen to us on the IVM Podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Let's connect on Wednesday on our ninety-ninth episode. Till then, happy writing! I hope you enjoyed that show. If you aren't following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
like to thank our sponsors this week, Storytel and TheWholeTruthFoods.com. So, great week on the network. Number of really, really interesting shows for you guys to check out. Here are a couple of the ones that I would like to highlight for you. Check out This Round is on Me. Gauri Devi Dayal talks to her husband, Jay Yusuf, about mixing business and pleasure. They're the husband and wife part business partners at Food Matters Company. Give it a shot. Really fun show. On Nankari, they speak about Chaat, the queen of the street foods. A fun episode, they canvass the beauty and romance of street food, its cultural importance in a city. And they also discuss the unfortunate harassment that street vendors sometimes go through. On Pesa Vesa, we had Madhuchanda. They join Anupam talking about the budget and the different aspects of it. Storytellers and Storytellers features Shreyansh Pandey, creator of Kulak, a great conversation and some interesting insights into facilitating and nurturing writers. Do check that out. On Thalaharate, the Kannada podcast, Mansi Prasad spoke to Pavan Srinath about the history and appreciation of Indian music. It's a really interesting conversation. They discuss classical music and how it evolved in India, what are the various musical instruments and how they develop. Really, really fun, interesting stuff. And with that, I hope to see you again next week. If you love cricket, listen up. The Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast is here for you. Hosted by DJ, Varun, and me, Ashwin, we bring a fun, fresh fan's point of view to talking all things cricket. Sometimes it's just the three of us, sometimes we have guests, including current and former international cricketers. For new episodes every week, check out the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast on the IBM app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts.